today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Think about what we want as individuals, right? We want the friction taken out of our interaction uh, with our financial institution. And, and that's really what, what we do at Temenos, right? That's our vision. It's our strategy. It's what we plan to do in the Americas, Canada, US, and LATAM. Is, is to really make banking better together. And you know our vision and our goal, ultimate goal is to be number one in the US market. And we're gonna do that by making banking simpler, simpler um, on both sides of the equation and really modernizing legacy cores so that banks can focus on being more efficient and secure and resilient. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. Banking software firm Temenos continues to invest and commit to the U.S. market. The firm recently hired Jacqueline White to lead the charge in the Americas. Jacqueline has a strong background in financial services, including stints at software and services firms, and joins me on the podcast today to talk about her mandate in leading Temenos and the firm's relationship with the U.S. market. We also talk a lot about digital banks and SaaS models applied to financial institutions. Jacqueline discusses the impact deposit growth will have on profitability for the industry in the future. Jacqueline White is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Hi, Zach. I'm Jacqueline White. I'm president of the Americas for Temenos. I joined at the beginning of 2021. I'm thrilled to be on board. Spent uh, most of my career in uh, financial services, primarily banking and capital markets and um, have spent time about half my career in big software companies like Oracle and SAP, and about half in big services companies like Accenture and DXE. And I'm thrilled to be with Temenos at this moment in time, given that it's a pivotal moment in the history of banking. So I want to hear more about that. It sounds like Temenos, the opportunity at Temenos combines um, sort of both of those facets of your background. What what, what did you see as the opportunity to take over um, the Americas? Right. Great question. So I, I think all of us, right, everybody in the industry at every level across the spectrum of organizations would agree that last year's unexpected pandemic really accelerated uh, the, the digital journey that most organizations are on, regardless of size, <clears throat> mission. Um, you know, the pandemic required everyone and what I'm seeing from the customers that I talk to every day is just take a step back and say, okay, what are we currently offering to our customers? How is that now impacted? And not only how are we going to continue our digital journey, whatever that was, and wherever they might have been on the spectrum of that journey, what is the new normal going to look like? What is that going to mean for the services that we offer our customers? So there's, there's clearly been massive economic upheaval. And you know, banking is very personal, right? It's it's our money, it's our homes, it's it's our it's our financial lifeline. And so, how do you go from um, what can become a very impersonal uh, experience and interaction to keeping that personal touch, that high touch with customers uh, at at all stages and interactions, right? So. Um, Everybody's been shifting uh, to digital. That's essential. And the pandemic has just made that more urgent. So we're finding, and I'm seeing personally, that customers want a service that's convenient, that's seamless, that's personalized, right? They want, I mean, think about what we want as individuals, right? We want the friction taken out of our interaction 
with our financial institution. And, and that's really what, what we do at Temenos, right? That's our vision. It's our strategy. It's what we plan to do in the Americas, Canada, US, and LATAM, is, is to really make banking better together. And you know, our vision and our goal, ultimate goal, is to be number one in the US market. And we're going to do that by making banking simpler, simpler um, on both sides of the equation and really modernizing legacy cores so that banks can focus on being more efficient and secure and resilient. That's a great vision. And I know last year in our coverage of Temenos, um, I think the Americas accounted for something like 25% of, of global revenues and, and you had made some acquisitions in, in the space. Um, can you, I guess, can you, can you talk about the role Americas plays in Temenos Global? Sure. Let, let me put ourselves into context in the greater Temenos. So for those who may be unaware, Temenos has been around for almost 30 years. We are 100% focused on banking software, uh, which I think makes us unique. We're not trying to, to be many things to many people. We want to be the very best banking software provider. I think we're well on our way to proving that. So globally, we have about 3,000 banks worldwide, and 1,300 of those are in the U.S. And of our almost 8,000 employees, we have about um, 800 in the, in the Americas, um, 700 of those are in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and the thing that I think I'm most proud of is that our software serves you know, over a billion people, about 1.2 billion people or 30% of the global banking population on a daily basis, which I think is just amazing, right? It's, uh, That's an so for me, stat. yeah, I mean, I, I feel really proud. It's one of the reasons that I came to Temenos. I feel really proud about our, our focus, our laser-like focus, our mission and our strategy. And more importantly, that we have the foundational software in Transact, T24 on our back end. That's our core legacy, um, our core product that that really is the central nervous system of the bank. And Infinity, which is our digital front end. So for me, it was given this moment in time, uh, Temenos really felt like and, and continues to feel like now that I'm here, the right company, the right market, the right products, all those things that um, are coming together at this unique moment in time. So, so let's talk a little bit about your your customers. Um, I know in our coverage of, of Varo um, as as a digital bank, first digital first uh, challenger in in the U.S. to get to get a, a, a national charter. Um, I know Temenos played a role in, in in getting them up and running on their on their own infrastructure. Um, what is what does the challenger versus incumbent world look like in in the Americas? That we we don't necessarily like to play that, you know, David versus Goliath thing because there 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 is a, <laughs> there is a mer- there is like parity there. Uh, we use Challenger Bank just to talk about sort of digital first. Um, so so how do you see that playing out with with some of the challengers in the U.S.? Sure. So yeah, Challenger banks are here to stay. They're they're not going away. We're proud that we have you know, over 60 challenger banks as, as customers. And we can talk a little bit more about that later. I'm really, really proud of Varo Bank. They made history last year in 2020 by becoming the first FinTech to gain national banking charter. And they are a very key and strategic partner for us. And um, 
you know, the, the shift to, to, to digital is once in a generation opportunity for growth, right? And, um, and, and they're disrupting the market. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. Will there always be a place for traditional uh, brick and mortar um, banks? Of course there will be, but challenger banks are um, really, I think, in many instances, serving the underprivileged. So inclusive banks are those that are focused on financial inclusion. And that's that's important to us at Temenos. It's one of our key and core values as well. And you know they wanna deliver the financial services at affordable costs to disadvantaged and low income sections of society. And I think that makes us better um, as a society. Um, so we think when we think about financial inclusion, you know, a lot of times we're thinking of emerging uh, economies or emerging countries, but um, there's a huge need for this in the U.S. as well. Um, so about six, I think it's 6.5% of households in the U.S. are unbanked and about 16% are underbanked. You know, that's a huge challenge, right? And, and with again, with all the financial upheaval that the last year has represented and created, um, and all the economic challenges, you know, we collectively have a responsibility to make sure that every individual in the U.S. and in Canada um, has the ability to have banking services, right? Access to their money, safe way to uh, deposit, invest, and transact with their money. So we're really proud to be partnered with Borrow. We're proud that they have um, selected Temenos to, to really bet their uh, technology infrastructure on. And, and do you see with your discussions with um, banks more on the incumbent side of things that they're also considering or more open to launching digital only brands? Yeah, I think that's, I think that will be interesting to see, you know, where we go with that. My, my personal instinct and, and gut feeling is absolutely that we're headed in that direction. Uh, I think, you know, many of us read just at the beginning of the year, a couple of months ago, Walmart is now going to be launching, a, you know, a financial arm. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that it, I think it's uh, irresistible, one, because of the need and two, because of the, the opportunity and potential. So yes, I think that we will see that. Um, and I think what's important is that, you know, these, these institutions are going to have to achieve rapid cycles of product iteration. And, and they're gonna to have to have technology products that solve real problems for customers. And that's really what we're focused on at Temenos is delivering exactly that, that rapid cycle of product iteration. So it's, it sounds like you're positioning Temenos well in terms of being able to, to service incumbents and also the, the challenger brands that um, I guess get chartered and, and moving into their own infrastructure, right? Absolutely. It's one of the things that I love about our, our company and our brand is that, you know, we are agnostic, right? We, we, <laughs> we support uh, some of the largest big name brands like HSBC and Citibank, uh, PayPal, Commerce Bank, Ally. And we also um, are so far and can hope to continue to be, you know, the number one pick for uh, challenger banks and, and digital front ends like Grasshopper and Borrow and EQ Bank. What about this, I guess, this third entity, which are sort of non-financial companies moving into 
into banking. Um, and by that, I'm thinking of like a, like a, well, they're not actually not non-financial, but like a, like a SoFi or, or a Square that, that, that are getting chartered. Um, is there an opportunity for Temenos to, to service those types of companies as well? Absolutely. And, and I'm, I love that you mentioned that because, again, because we are so focused, right, we're only trying to do uh, key and core things well, we can span across the, the spectrum of large le- legacy, digital, front end, um, and, you know, as you, as you call it, those, those non-traditional banking entities. And I mentioned Walmart. Walmart would be right in there along with Square and, and others. Because, look, at the end of the day, behind the scenes, under the hood, it's it's all the same. Mm-hmm. What a bank, what a financial institution needs Still to need do. Still yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it all goes back to the core backbone of of um, the technology that's required. And so, you know, what what we're doing is, you know, we're technology agno- agnostic. That's in our DNA. So our software is cloud native, cloud agnostic, multi cloud resilient and delivered as a SaaS, right? As a service or on-prem. So we try to offer the flexibility um, of our you know, T24 and Infinity. We've got the product and then it can be overlaid or embedded in the, the organization, regardless of size or scale. So I, I wanna, Jacqueline, go back to a question asked about sort of sidecar brands um, for incumbents. Um, and, and what we've seen, and, and I think this was HSBC was doing this as well, um, was that they were launched, they launched a sidecar brand and through that sidecar brand, um, you know, em, embrace the cloud and then use that sort of as a proving ground, you know, to ultimately move that same technology towards the rest of the bank. Is, is that sort of description um, accurate? Are you seeing that in other institutions? Yeah, almost like an incubator, incubator mm-hmm. move, right? And um we, we are seeing it. I think there are lots of different strategies. Um, and again, I think Temenos, we, we have the flexibility, the agility to really accommodate, um, you know, whatever, whatever the approach is, right? We see a lot of the big banking organizations modernizing pieces of their core uh, and, you know, through maybe DDA components. Um, and then, you know, we, we see that incubation, what I call the incubation strategy, which is what you, I think you kind of just referenced. We see it all, right? Mm-hmm. Organizations are finding their way through to figure out, you know, what is right for them at this moment in time and how to get uh, where they need to go as quickly as possible on their digital journey. Yeah, I, I just thought that incubation strategy was interesting because it enables them to experiment while kind of shielding, you know, the main brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so deposits are up across the industry. 2020 was a crazy year, but, but there were a lot of inflows, um, but interest rates are, are quite low. Um, what are you seeing Temino's clients doing in terms of um, figuring out how to, how to make those deposits more profitable? Right. So the ebb and flow of deposits prior to the pandemic deposits grew by think it was 4% in 2019. And that was the lowest growth rate, you know, since the, since the recession of 2010. <clears throat> but what we're now seeing is that um, 
is that loan demand, you know, is high, leading to a potential imbalance in, in liquidity levels. And so in the first six months of 2020, since, since Corona struck, um, there's been a record $2 trillion surge in cash um, deposit accounts in the U.S. banking, according to that's, that's FDIC data, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a tsunami of money that's flowing into banks, um, and it has no precedent, right? There's no precedent for that in, in history. So last April alone, deposits grew $865 billion more than the previous year. And the main reason for the growth was because of COVID-19, um, which, you know, that suppressed spending due to issues mm -hmm. like high unemployment and social restrictions and concerns about long-term growth for, for um, you know, in a volatile stock market. So this has led, so suddenly we had in 2019, we had historic lows. Now we have this abundance of deposits, but banks are wary of lending in a recession and are having trouble growing high yield products. Mm -hmm. So, so our customers are succeeding despite these, you know, these these <laughs> wild swings of the pendulum, right? So, Varo became the first fintech to launch as a bank, as as we talked about, and um, has gained customers for life because it's support of PPP lending, mm -hmm. right? And the partnering with Temenos and leveraging our Infinity delivered as a you know software as a service. Um, has been able to allow them to roll out a digital loan application for PPP in just four days. And you know, we're really, we're really proud of that. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know what else, what else you want to talk about there? No, I, I think that, I think that's, we, we hit upon that. I, um, I, I want to go back to sort of the positioning of Temenos and, and banking infrastructure as, as, as SAS. Um, can we talk a little bit about that trend? Um, is that is that a high to um, to to figure to experiment with pricing in that in that way? Oh, absolutely. That's a key and core component of our strategy for this year. Um, so, of course, we will always deliver on premise. There will always be a place for that. Um, there will be organizations that always want to keep it in house on prem. That's fine. But we are seeing in the U.S., uh, I won't say exclusively, but a huge and high demand for uh, some some sort of of you know software as a service hosting uh, on cloud. Uh, I'm sorry, um, you know, cloud, pure cloud or cloud hybrid solution. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that really goes to uh, you know again part of that digital. Uh, transformation that that the industry is going through that banks of all sizes are going through and so you know again in a fast-changing world we're, we're technology agnostic and you know our, our our software is cloud native cloud agnostic and and multi-cloud resilient delivered as a SaaS solution so, you know, we are never going to tie ourselves to one platform or vendor. We'll keep finding the best solution for any bank, freeing up time, <clears throat> time for them really to focus on, on their core competency. Um, um, I'm sorry, I, I, I guess drilling down on that question, um, you know, cloud a few years ago was, you know, wasn't that familiar to, to banking executives. I was, there's, there's a lot more familiarity with it now. Um, what are some of the pushbacks, I guess, still today that 
that Temenos might hear from from banks not ready to 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 move in that direction? Well, I think I think it's all of the um, it's it's all of the concerns I think that we've seen, you know, across industries. Uh, customers <clears throat> have issues with, um, you know, worrying about um, controlling the data, right, mm-hmm. and compliance, regulatory compliance. Uh, but, you know, we've come a long way and I think it's been smart probably for our industry to be more um, uh, maybe cautious adopters, late adopters, because mm-hmm. a lot of those issues have, have been worked out. And, um, you know, I, I think now we've proven or it's been proven out that, you know, the cloud is secure. There are benefits uh, to um, real time and um you know host hosting those solutions mm-hmm. uh, so you you started this role of president of the americas in in the beginning of this year 2021 um what are mm-hmm. some of your your biggest priorities um as as you start to get uh, more comfortable in the role yeah i lo- love that thank you um no absolutely number one priority is that we uh, temenos will be known as the customer-facing, client-focused banking software provider. Um, There's nothing more important to us. We are building out and developing a customer experience um, organization so that it's not just about, you know, when when issues happen and, and they do at times with software. It's not just about logging support tickets and resolving those but we want to be true partners with um, our customers. And we want to make sure that they have um, a one-on-one experience, just like the banks are offering to their customers. So that when there are challenges, uh, we have a very personal touch to escalate and, and, and manage the issue resolution cycle and process. But in good times, we're thinking about and talking about innovation. Where do they want to go? Where are they trying to get to? And how do we use technology as an enabler to get to those business drivers? So we want to be seen absolutely as, um, um, you know, very, very uh, customer focused. We want our customers to be the happiest customers in the industry and to feel like they have a true innovation partner with Temenos. That's number one. Also, you know, we are very established uh, global company. I think we have a little bit of a, of a branding and perception challenge to overcome in the US. And that, you know that's another one of our big initiatives and strategies is to make sure that everyone understands um, that, that we, Temenos, through our products, right? No other solution can do what Temenos Transact can do. And we're in a position to drive monumental and transformational change helping banks to build a better, stronger sector, right? And we yeah. do that because our functionality is, is adaptable and scalable. And uh, we want to make, get that message out and make sure that, that, um, that our, our customers and our prospective clients understand that. So, so how are you overcoming um, the brand perception thing? Because Temenos is relatively uh, new to the Americas, um, stronger base outside of the US at least. Um, what are some of the methodologies or, or channels that you're, you're using to, to bolster the, the brand in the States? 
Sure. So, of course, we have an omni-channel um, marketing approach. Uh, we, of course, are participating in um, all of the industry um, events and uh, and boards uh, throughout the U.S. and Canada and LATAM. But I really think there's nothing that speaks more loudly and more clearly than um, customer acquisition, right? So partnering with banks like Borrow and Grasshopper and and EQ and and showing from a case study perspective, this is why they chose us. This is what we've been able to do together. And this is why, you know, other organizations could model and um, do something similar um, as well. So again, we're all about making customers successful, having them be loud and proud of their uh, partnership with Temenos. And really, you know, I don't think there's any other um, reassurance that a prospective customer could have than existing customers who are confident about their selection and their choice and um, are, you know, being showcased because of, of how Temenos is enabling their success. I feel like we went full circle in our conversation because I feel like <laughs> Your background in, in consulting services and software speak exactly to that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Thank you, Jacqueline, for joining us on the Tier 2 podcast today. Thank you so much, Zach. My pleasure. <laughs>